Hello, Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. I hope you are well, that you've got your coffee going, had your breakfast, you're ready to take on a brand new day today for whatever you're facing today, be it a mountain of work you have to get through or conducting home-based learning for your child or managing a little one at home. Uh, I pray grace and grace and grace over you that even this time that you will feel the nearness of our Savior, that you will feel His leading, His wisdom, His counsel, even as you navigate through these interesting times that we're all living in. Well, sometime back, I found a really old device in my cupboard, and I thought it would be a good idea to study it up again, and so uh, I put it out, connected it to my laptop, and I was trying to set it up again and load it with the latest operating uh, software and it took a really long time to get it started you know um, it was just a really really old device and it took forever to load up forever to update basically I grew super impatient and upset with this inanimate object and now you know I, I had a time of reflection towards the end of the day I was just asking myself a question why was I so upset why was I so riled up and in many ways I'm sure that uh, all of you would agree we've been conditioned uh, for speed we like things to be fast we like things to be efficient gone are the days of waiting around in line there's a queue system now that buzzes your phone when it's your time to pick up something gone are the days of waiting a week for your item to to arrive you have next day delivery now uh, gone are the days of writing letters back and forth back and forth today we have something called instant messaging now just consider how difficult it would be for someone to date long distance back in the day even consider how difficult it would be to do a work from home kind of situation some 50 years ago utterly different landscape so while speed is something that we've all come to love and have really become the new normal in our lives like we no longer have to wait for the internet to dial out anymore connection is almost instantaneous and if it isn't instantaneous we get frustrated we get upset we get riled up because we have grown accustomed to this kind of speed and efficiency and rightly so you know this is comforts that we now enjoy because of technological advancement but perhaps in our pursuit of speed we've lost the value for slowing for patience and for simply waiting well. Let's just consider this for a moment. When was the last time you legitimately had to wait for something? And I'm not talking about a kind of waiting like you had to wait a year for the next Avengers movie. I'm talking about a kind of waiting where you're not certain how long the waiting process is going to be. You're not sure how long till your hope is fulfilled. You're not sure how things are going to pan out. You're just in this place of waiting, in a place of constant tension, flux, and riddled with uncertainty. Because that is the kind of waiting that all of us are in right now. We're waiting for things to be normalized. We're waiting for businesses to be open again. We're waiting for 
the spread of the virus to slow down. We're waiting for life to uh, be resumed uh, as we know it to be. And we're also waiting really to see what the backlash of the virus would be uh, both on an economic level as well as uh, as it pertains to mental health, emotional health. We're waiting to see. And it's a place of great tension, great flux, and great uncertainty. And all of us are in a place of waiting right now. And my deep concern is that because we have been so conditioned for speed, we're talking like instant messaging, next day delivery, food delivered to your doorstep in a matter of minutes. We want things here and we want them now. Perhaps in this time where we've been conditioned for speed, to thrive, to long, to need speed, that we don't really know how to wait well as a people. Perhaps much of the inner angst that you feel in this time is the feeling that this is taking longer than I thought it would and I don't want to wait any longer. How long more? I think of that line from 1 Corinthians 13 that says this, that love is patient. Love is patient. Now, patience, or being patient, is not the same as waiting, right? You can wait for something, but you can do so without being patient. Patience really is, in a nutshell, waiting well. And it's a kind of waiting that looks like you being emotionally settled as well as mentally prepared. You are prepared to wait, and that is what patience really looks like. Now, I'd like to take you through a psalm, uh, Psalm 37 this morning, and this psalm was written by uh, King David. Now, King David was no stranger to waiting, right? He spent 13 years between his anointing as king and his eventual coronation, That was brutal. Think about that. Like for 13 years of your life, you know that that was your destiny. But, you know, and and it was within grasp. Yet the time had not come. He waited 13 years to enter into his destiny. And when God has put something in you and you know it's from the spirit and it's bursting to get out, but then nothing happens. It is a kind of torture, really. And David at the time would spend most of his time on the run as a fugitive from his jealous rival King Saul. He spent years hiding under rocks in the desert, waiting. And now Psalm 37 was probably written during that time. And it's a raw, unfiltered poem. One that questions if God is ever going to come through and if so, when, how much longer. And the psalm reads, From verse 1, do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. And then he goes on to say this, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. This is God's word. Now for thousands of years, people like you and me have found solace in David's words 
Because in many ways, David's story is our story. His lament is our lament because we all know what it feels like to be stuck waiting when we feel so ready to move on to the next thing, to get past, to get through this current season we're in and to make make matters worse, we see other people getting ahead, other people moving ahead and we're wondering to ourselves and we're questioning God, why are we still stuck? where we are at, why are we not moving forward, why are we still waiting? And perhaps much can be said about our understanding of what waiting is to be. Now these days, you know, just the idea of waiting seems so counterintuitive. It seems like a really bad thing, right? With all the speed and efficiency we see all around us. But if we understand waiting to be one that carries within it immense potential for character development and spiritual formation, perhaps we'll approach this time of waiting differently. Think about the life of David, right? In that period in between his anointing and his coronation, David went through some really hard stuff, right? But this can be really said about David, right? In that period as he went through trial after trial, test after test, his character was formed and that really set him up for his time of leadership over the people of Israel. And if you think about and consider this idea of patience, right, how do we actually grow and develop this virtue of patience? It is through waiting. You don't become a patient person or patience isn't cultivated in you simply by osmosis. You need to practice it and you do so by being in waiting. Bill Johnson says this about prayer. He says this, answers to prayer brings about faith, but delayed answers to prayer brings about faith with character. And that is what waiting does. Waiting proves, refines, forms character in us. And another misconception that we have about waiting is that in waiting, we simply do nothing. And I love that in Psalm 37, David shows us that waiting is active, it is not passive. Notice the language all through the psalm. Trust, do good, dwell, enjoy, take delight in, commit, be still. Seven staccato commands all leading up to wait patiently for the Lord. Each one is dripping with implications and it says to us that this time of waiting is not to be taken for naught. It is active, not passive. We are to occupy ourselves well in this time to wait well. The first command is this, our first admonition is this, is to trust in the Lord. It is to lean your weight fully on something, right? Think about like when you step out onto a bridge and you trust the bridge you take your entire weight. That is what David is saying that we ought to do with God, to lean our entire weight, our hopes, our dreams, our aspirations, our future, all on God. And trust me, He can take your weight. And next thing is this, is to do good. It is to do something with your life. You know, in this time where we are so tempted to just be uber-duber self-centered and focus on our own individual need, this is the time where we instead do good to combat that self-preservation instinct within us. 
Next is this is to dwell in the land, to dwell in God's land, to dig deep, to sink your roots in. And then it is to feed on his faithfulness, to enjoy and to delight ourselves in God, to bask and experience his presence. And then he says, commit your way to the Lord. That is whatever that is in front of you, whatever you're en route to, commit it all to God. It means making God your navigator. You pray, God, here's the map of my life. Here's where I'm going. I think this path is from you, but if I'm wrong or need a major course correction, stop me, redirect me, turn me around. You lead and I will follow you. And then he says this, be still, rest in God, to rest in Him, to be still, to slow down, take a deep breath, stop fidgeting, stop fighting, stop planning and scheming, breathe, rest, be still and know your God. And finally, after getting all of that out on the table, David writes this, almost as like a crescendo, he says this, and wait patiently for God. And notice how much is crammed into that last phrase. The imagery isn't just some guy sitting in a waiting room, bored out of his mind, anxious, waiting for God to call his name. It is of trusting, doing good, dwelling, enjoying, cultivating, delighting, committing. It is active, not passive. And so the question I'd like for all of us to ask ourselves in this time, even as we are all in a collective corporate posture of waiting, are you waiting well? How are you waiting? Are you occupying yourself well? Are you active or are you passive? Or are you just bored, anxious, or unsettled, and just hoping for this time to pass you real quickly? And my pastoral charge to your friendly advice from a fellow follower Jesus is that these times of waiting are moments to be treasured and not simply tolerated because in times of waiting the spirit does some of the deepest works of transformation in our hearts and may we all like King David Wait patiently for God. Wait well in this time. And so I would like for us to enter into a place, a time, a moment of contemplation and reflection as we always do uh, in these podcasts. And let's allow the Spirit to do a work in our hearts even as we begin our day today. So I invite you in this time to come into a place of quiet, to incline your ear, to position and posture yourself both in your heart and in your body to hear from the Spirit, to lean in to His voice. Whatever posture that might look like, might be you lying down on the floor or you getting on your knees and putting your face on the ground. However best you can communicate your intent, your desire, to hear from the Spirit this morning, just do that in your own way and prepare yourself to hear from the Spirit in this moment. 
And you know, even in your heart, begin to have some of these internal questions. Am I waiting well? Am I seizing all that you want from me in this time, O God? Am I trusting you? Am I dwelling in your land? Am I doing good? Am I delighting in you, O God? Am I committing my way to you? Am I trusting you? Am I waiting patiently for you, O God? And ask the Lord these questions. Ask the Spirit to bring to your mind revelation of where you're at in this time and ask for His grace, His mercy, His kindness to lead you in the days that are ahead. Let's spend some time this morning doing so. Awesome. Thanks so much for doing that. Love to pray for you even as you begin your day this morning. And I love how Psalm 37 ends. Psalm 37 ends with this amazing declaration and profession of faith from David. He says that the Lord shall help and deliver them. He shall deliver them and save them because they have put their trust in Him. In this moment, I want to invite you to put your trust in God, to lean the entire weight of your lives, your present day, but also the days to come in the midst of the uncertainty and the swirl that we experience all around us. We put our trust in our God who is faithful, who is kind, who never ever fails us. Let's pray. Father, this morning, we put our whole trust in you and we repent for moments in our lives where we have put our trust on other things by way of our attachment to them or by way of even our thought patterns, our thinkings, where we have worried, where we have embraced anxiety and even thought of the future without you in mind. God, we repent of those moments. And God, we ask in this day that you'll even help us reframe our thinking, cause us to hope again in you, O Lord, where we have trust in systems and in our own abilities. God, we ask that you'll help us reroute that trust and place it on the one who never ever fails. We thank you for this invitation and we respond to it. We thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I trust that this day is going to be amazing for you. Be blessed. Stay safe. We'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the daily podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.